Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Husband and wife. Sentenced to Life. A podcast of a couple, working things out to stay together. Hello everybody, it is, what day is it? Saturday, this is not a great start. I have Think about it. Let me have no a idea. Hold on, Saturday 22nd of May when we're recording this, it's uh, Simon and Laura Still not payday yet. <laughs> Still a hundred dirhams in bank. And it's been... A heck of a week, really, isn't it? I feel like my feet have not touched floor. Yeah, I am exhausted. Lots to talk about, yeah. In fact, the options were, do we go and lay in bed? Yeah. What time is it? It's half past 11 in the morning. To sleep. Already it feels like we've had a day today. It's half past 11 in the morning and we both just feel like going to bed for sleep. Yeah. On a weekend. This is our bit of free time (laughs) these next couple of hours. That was the option, or come and do a podcast. So we thought we'd come and do a podcast we have got chamomile tea. <laughs> the, well, I wanted a drink because last time I thought I sounded really husky. Yeah, you did. And that's uh, quite off-putting. Nobody wants to listen to that. But anyway, big news this week is we've had our first COVID jab, the Pfizer. Yes, we have. And um, the story behind this is we couldn't have it for a long time because of having COVID. You have to wait three months or something like that. Well, we wanted to wait for the Pfizer first off. Yeah. Then we got COVID. Mm. But my work did a, a vaccination drive, but we weren't in the window to get it done. Yeah. But then on the back of Eid, Dubai eased restrictions, but the restrictions came with uh, complications. The complications being most places you'd need to have both vaccinations to get in. Yeah. We need to have both vaccinations before we can start doing live entertainment again, which is how we make some of our money. Yeah. So we booked in in a couple of weeks. Yeah. With the SEHA, which I think is the Abu Dhabi one, but we booked in in Dubai. And then with this new announcement that you can't get in anywhere without vaccinations, we had a email from... Performing Arts, yeah. Performing Arts, where our youngest Betsy Pearl goes, saying that to get in to see her do a performance at Dubai Opera, which is Brill, yeah. 
you couldn't get in unless you'd had the vaccinations. This was on Thursday, a couple of days ago. We'd had the worst day already, racing around all over town and things like that. Came home to this news and we got home after seven o'clock in the evening. Yeah. This is pretty much from being out from half six in the morning with work and school runs and all sorts of stuff. And you were in a mood, weren't you? Yeah. Understandably. Yeah, it just seemed one thing after the other on that day. And I just, I was close to tears, I have to admit. And then uh, friends of ours were getting their vaccinations as we got home. Mm-hmm. Our friend's wife was getting his vaccina- her vaccination and he was taking her. And he messaged me and said, oh, they just let me have mine while I was here. No appointment. Yeah. He sent us this message at 20 past seven. The place closes at eight. It's right across the other side of Dubai. We jumped in the car. Yeah, I was in my pyjamas, by the way, at that point. So I had to quickly get changed. Yeah. And I stayed like that. Yeah. I got pizza down my T-shirt and everything. But we just got in the car, raced through the night to get there. And we got our vaccinations. It was very futuristic. It was weird. Well, you said futuristic. I said it was like Total Recall. The way we were queuing up, moving forward one seat at a time. And the numbers and the, it was in a really futuristic building, a glass building. Yeah. I should say that you were freaking out. Oh, no, I was like... And we'd raced across there. So we had all that adrenaline and nervous energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were panicking and about not being able to get the vaccination. And I'm not scared of needles, which you are. Yeah. But, but it wasn't that. I think I just, the whole thing suddenly hit me like, oh my gosh, this is real now. And yeah. so I was a bit, I was freaking out and I was having to, and I, all these weird thoughts. And wasn't I wasn't hallucinating, but you know, it was, but just it's a weird thing. Yeah. It's it's the weird futuristic way of the world. Everywhere's doing this. And then all I'm thinking the whole time is, gosh, I can't wait to get home and have a glass of wine because I, like I say, I just I wanted to just chill out. And then she said to me, "You cannot have alcohol for two days." Yeah, I was gutted. Yeah, they took you into these little cubicles. It was so strange. It was like being in Contagion or one of these films like that. Mine were fine. I didn't even feel the needle. And I'm terrified of needles, yeah. like you said. I was talking to him as he put it in. I didn't even feel it. That's you know. what she said. Yeah, freaking yeah. out. And then uh, came out, you were still in there. I'm showing people your picture. Have you seen <laughs> my wife? Have you seen my wife? I think I was so excited that we managed to get in and get it. I was buzzing. You were proper buzzing. I didn't have any pain. I didn't have any stiffness. I didn't have anything. You came out, you were all woozy, your arm were in straight away and all well, of this. Well, I felt it go in and I felt like an instant pressure and yeah. my arm hurt instantly, yeah. We were supposed to wait for 10 minutes, but you wanted to get straight I, off. And I, just, I'm thinking, I was oh, too freaked out. I needed to get out of there. So got in the car, came home and yeah, you were a bit off. Some people are really going overboard with how much they're going on about what they're feeling like with this. And I yeah. know what COVID feels like, so I get it. But um, you were rough that night. By the time we both got to bed, it's like a dead arm. Yeah. Which is what we used to call it in England. If somebody punched you in the arm really hard, you had that feeling for five minutes. Yeah. It's like having that permanently. I've still, I can still feel it if I lift my arm right up. Yeah. I still can't lift it high enough to put a deodorant on. Really? Yeah. So one half of you stinks. (laughs) (laughs) So we got the jabs. And our second jab is the day before our daughter's performance, if it still happens. But everybody reckons you get poorly after the second jab. This is what I'm hearing on the grapevine. Yeah. Some people say if you've had COVID, then you, you won't get it as bad. Then other people say, oh, no, if you've had COVID, you get you get it really badly after the jabs. So, mm. and the second jab supposedly is worse. Well, we'll see. But I'm, I'm really glad we got it done. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's one step in the right direction anyway. The other big news this week, of course, was uh, Jaguar Gate. Hashtag Jaguar Gate <laughs> in Dubai. Uh, the first I knew of it is I got up and went to the loo, sat on my phone while I'm on the loo. Mm-hmm. And on the group chat for my work, yeah. there was this talk about uh, there being a, a panther loose in one of the housing estates here in Dubai, yeah. housing estates, areas. And uh, there was a video 
Yeah. And on first sight, I thought, looks like a black cat, that. Did you? Like a big black cat, but not like, yeah. not like as big as me, you know? Then got to work and started hearing all the rumours and the mm. things like this. And uh, I thought I heard it had been confirmed. But then today, uh, Dubai authorities have come out and said it was a big cat, a domestic cat. Yeah, I think it was a panther. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the video and it's a panther. And do you know what? I, I think I would have loved to have seen that. I would be out there filming. Well, that's what I'm like with sharks and that freaks you out. I, if I get in with a shark, we were talking about this yeah. last night with friends. If I'm in the sea and I see a shark, I go after it. I'm not scared. To me, that feels like my natural environment. I'm straight after it trying to get photos and stuff. It'll be me undoing one day. And I think I'd be the same. If I saw a tiger or a lion or something in the garden, I'd definitely go out for long enough to get a picture. I would. I, and <laughs> No, I just, they're such beautiful creatures. Yeah. And I just, uh, yeah I, but then when you think about Joe Exotic, half of his staff only had one leg and one arm and they do turn fast. Yeah. So that's it. I'd uh, keep I'd keep the dog and the kids in, but I'd just go out to get my little... Uh, get your snap, get your Insta. Yeah. We've not been without our own uh, animal issues this week, have we? <laughs> yeah, a bird in the house. There was a sparrow in our bedroom. <laughs> I, I'm guessing the cat brought it in, but it was in our... In I the, don't know how we miss that. Normally, she makes that like screaming noise as she's bringing an animal. Yeah, so we went up to bed and I walked in and this sparrow started doing that thing, really <laughs> rapidly flapping around the room. And you just went out and shut the door and left me in there. I'm not good, am I? With, no, you're not. With, <laughs> like, I don't mind birds. But I'm not good with animals in the house. I was charged with getting the sparrow out and I yeah. got the bin. And every time I went near <laughs> it, I'm trying to be nice to it. You know, the last thing I want to do is hurt it. When you say you got the bin, not to... I want to put it in the bin so I could put a book over and carry it yeah. outside and release it, which I eventually did. But not without a struggle because it kept doing that thing where it was freaking <laughs> out. You know what it's like when they go near you. So I'm screaming as I well. Could <laughs> so yes, we've had a sparrow and that was confirmed sparrow, not like the panther, which is unconfirmed. You sure it wasn't an eagle? I went on the radio the next day and I said I was attacked by, it was man versus beast, I was attacked by a monster. <laughs> well, the next morning, our son was walking the dog, he got attacked by crows, right? <laughs> he said one literally swooped down onto his head and started clawing his head. He proper freaked out and then they would like dive bombing the um, dog. He reckons, now I've never heard this. Both he and Honey said that crows have funerals. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, no, they said this is a genuine thing, right? <laughs> that what, like six of the crows carry a little the dead crow on the so shoulders. If a, so if there's a dead crow, yeah, they they all gather around this crow and they have like a crow funeral, right? But I I laughed at this and they they both said no no no, no this is a genuine thing. Yeah. So I haven't actually googled it to find out if it is genuine. But Leo reckons he interrupted a crow funeral. What a great excuse that is. We used to have a signing in book at school where you had to sign in if you were late for coming in. Yeah. And we'd write really stupid excuses like this. One's got into trouble because uh, my friend wrote fell in river and I wrote friend fell in river. <laughs> and the teacher pulled us out of class, took us in and he got a map of the area and he said, where's your house? We pointed. <laughs> where's school? We pointed. He said, where's the river? And of course, there's no river. So we were hoisted by our own petards there. But um that could be a great excuse for Leo. I was, I'm late for school today because I interrupted a crow's funeral. Well, He's got hair like a bird's nest. Yeah. Look, it's such a teenage... When I was a teenager and I had long hair, and my dad used to rip me all the time, and I used to think, oh, sure, you used to have long hair, yeah. right? And now we're the parents, but he doesn't do anything with his hair, and it does look a state. Yeah, it does. Right? All the time it looks a mess. And he's a good-looking kid, and he has great hair. He's got the capability to do something really nice with it but he's too lazy to style it. So 
I don't blame the crow. So you're, for you're coming thinking, in. yeah, literally, the crow thought it was a bird's nest. That crow was like you watching Escape to the Country. It was like, I'd live there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That'd do me. That's beautiful. That's the animal stories for this week. The, uh, some big news this week. So we're vegetarians, we harp on about it all the time. The other day, at a low ebb, we decided to order a Burger King, right? I yes. know we're too old to be in fast food, but Burger King started doing the plant-based Whopper, and we love plant-based burgers. Now, the Burger King one doesn't compare to the shop-bought ones or anything like that, but for a Burger King burger, it's not too bad. Yeah. And it's plant-based, so it's veggie and everything. Wonderful. So we've had a few since they launched them. I phoned up the other day because it was too late to cook anything, and the guy said, oh, we're out of stock. And then we went on the website and they're not on the menu anymore. I get a feeling it's something they were just trying. Yeah. And they've got rid of. Do you think it was only us buying them? <laughs> well, it's a bit of a shocker. And I, I know you've had this for longer than me, but I hate this thing about being a vegetarian where it's one thing on the menu. Yeah. So Burger King, for the longest time, it's been the paneer burger. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. It's fair enough, but it's the only thing. And then when they bought this plant-based one in, we went in and I said... Well, I want the XL Big King, you know, which is the one with two, normally you'd get it with two meat burgers on and it's got right. a nice sauce and everything. I'm like, I want that, but with the plant-based. Yeah. And they made it for me. Which I have to say, for out here, normally they're quite, no, they, they were really the nice. rules, but they, yeah, I was, I was surprised. But why are they not making all the burgers available with that patty on? Yeah. The plant-based patty. Yeah. Things are moving forward. And I thought now there was quite a few veggies out here. Like, Maybe. I mean, it seems to be the way people are going. I know there's a lot of people who are, really against it and all that sort of stuff but i think it's fair well should we move on with the gripes wife's whinge over to you right it's just a small one just a small one this week (laughs) go on then toothpaste you have got such an issue with toothpaste i don't know what you mean right well i'll explain so (laughs) (laughs) go on then (laughs) For the longest time, it's something that's annoyed you that I don't squeeze that last bit of toothpaste out of the tube, right? You've got rid of toothpaste when I know there's a week's worth well, left. I uh, and you're squeezed from top, which annoys no, the hell I don't, out of me. Yes, you no, do. No, I don't. I'm because not, there's I, only me and you uses our toothpaste, no, I and I go in, and not, the top no, is pinched I in. I don't. I do not the squeeze. The top is pinched no. in. Who is doing it then? And I'm a roller, like I roll from the bottom, and I do that. So it annoys me when you say, "Oh, there's another week's worth in there." And, um, Where am I living there? I don't know. That was my... Am I living next door to Wurzel Gummidge? Well, that was like my Jim Royal kind of impression. So I've had that pretty much all our relationship about the toothpaste. Only when there's a... So, only when we're at the last so bit. So recently there was a toothpaste and it was way past, like it should have been in the bin, but I kept it going because I thought I am not going to be the one. And here's the thing. You've just said it there. I kept it going. If you're still <laughs> getting toothpaste out of it, then it's not ready to go in the bin. I know, the but... The fact that like, you said I kept it going. It takes me about a minute to get the toothpaste out. Anyway, then our son, we were doing the groceries and I said, is there anything you guys need? He said, oh yeah, I need some new toothpaste. And you were like, how, how much toothpaste do you stick on your toothbrush? All you need is a pea right, size. stop doing that voice because that's not how it went. <laughs> right, you can't exaggerate on no, this. You can that, tell the truth. I am not exaggerating. I had the conversation. I used to go buy the adverts, but they're trying to make you use more toothpaste no, because that's how they make the money. I'm not disagreeing with you about how much toothpaste, but so it's the not facts wrong. that you're saying to him, how much toothpaste do you use? Because he's asked for new toothpaste. Right, I'd, let me tell you how I said it. I said, <laughs> how much toothpaste do you use? Like a question. 
I didn't go, how much toothpaste do you no, use? I didn't do it like that. First time. No. And then, <laughs> and then you're like, well, this is going to be the last toothpaste your mum buys for you. Yeah, because he's going to university, that's, that's fine. Yeah, but, you know, like, he's got a few months yet, and I'm thinking... That'll last. <laughs> if it, so, But look, because I said to him, how much toothpaste you put on? And he said, oh, enough to cover the top of the toothbrush. And I said, well, here's the thing. My dentist told me you only need to put a pee on, like a, like a garden yeah, pee, yeah. right? I said, but, you know, in the adverts, they show you and they go all the way along the top of the toothbrush, like yeah. an inch of toothpaste, yeah. which is fine. As I said, they're trying to make money. But if you only need to put a pee on, according to the dentist. Now, I've got the Oral-B um, electric toothbrush and the top of it, it's pea size. It's a little so you, round head, you yeah. You literally can only fit a pea yeah. on there. So I don't overdo my toothpaste. It's, I don't so care I, if you do. I, I, don't, I don't feel guilty about that. I'll tell you who does. Betsy Pearl. Well, then, so all week I've been thinking about this toothpaste thing, laughing inside, <laughs> and then she gets a new little, like, big girl's toothpaste. We're trying to get her off the strawberry and onto the mint. Yeah, she's got the mild mint flavour. Yeah. And you went, she only needs a pea size on there. <laughs> no, because here's what happens with Betsy. We put it on her toothbrush, which is probably a bit smaller than an adult one. You put a line of it on. Yeah. Then what she does is she puts the tap on full tilt. And it flicks in the sink. And then every time I go in, the, the sink is just full of Betsy's toothpaste. Yeah. And I'm thinking, again, there's about half a week's worth of toothpaste in this sink. So, yeah, she's she's on the pee now. Yeah, but you have got, a, like, an obsession with how much toothpaste and when it's finished. So, yeah, that's my little gripe. I'm with you on the uh, toothpaste on but the sink thing. The toothpaste on the sink's fine, but the pee thing's right as well. If yeah, dentists have said that. it. But it's just it's just like the fact that you have to keep telling everybody. But I didn't say it angry, it was just a conversation. <laughs> I learnt it, now they've learnt it from me. Simple it, as that. If it was up to me, I'd have a laminate on the mirror that said, a pee's enough for me. I'm surprised you've not said it to me. Like, oh, you don't need that much toothpaste. Well, how much do you put on? Oh, probably just slightly bigger than a pee. Yeah, a marifat as opposed to a garden. <laughs> a butter bean. All right, let's move on to me then. I'll have a go at this. Uh, here we go. Husband's hump. Bin bags. Oh, my God. This drives me up the wall. Oh, gosh. You buy the bin bags. No, right. You put the... Right, I have not bought a roll of bin bags for ages. Yeah. I've not picked the roll up And for do you ages. know which it, bin bags I get? The cheapest ones. I don't care if they're the cheapest, right? Well, that do. doesn't matter to me. We bought a pedal bin from IKEA recently. It's a standard size bin. What would you say? Two and a half, three feet, something like that, with a silver lid on. You buy bin bags. I could murder you. Mm-hmm. I could wait. I could lay you out. Yeah. Right. Wait for rigamortis to set in, so you were stiff. Yeah. And still fit you in one of them bin bags. Oh yeah, bags. they're like the big garden. They're not even gone. They'd be too big for our wheelie bin no, outside. They wouldn't, they yes, wouldn't. they would. Right. It annoys me that the bin bag is too big for the bin, right? I was taking a photo of this the other day for social media and I thought, no, because I'll do it on the podcast. For whatever reason, they charge more for a pedal bin bin bag. That fits. Yeah. And I'm But so- it's so frustrating because yeah, I, you know I've got OCD, so when I put the bin bag in, I can't have the overhang, like yeah. the, the, the muffin tops <laughs> on the bin bag. So I have to put it in, then I have to do the thing where I tuck it all in. And then you get the air bubble when you push it down. It's, it's annoying. But what is good is when you lift it out of the bin. You know, sometimes... It's hard to gather the top. Yeah, because... yeah, But, but with ours, with it's these, like a wizard sleeve. There's plenty of gather, so that's the good thing. It's like pulling the thing out of the wizard sleeve. You're just pulling bin bag out for ages before you get to the bit that you have to lift up. And then I just keep it in the in the house for a day and add any Listen to this. rubbish. This is what she does. The stinky bin bag that smells of bin <laughs> juice and everything. 
She just puts it next to the bin for it. And you've just said a day. Not for the day, not for the day, but for for the cooking that evening. And, you know. Yeah. So so what we have is bin in the house, an open bin bag in the house. Yeah. Just festering. Not festering. (laughs) It's not like we've gone on holiday or anything like that. But Uh, the thing is, I mentioned this months ago. So when we ran out of bin bags before, I'm like, I said it when we got them. And we had a roll about as thick as a tennis ball left. And I'm like... These bin bags are the wrong bin bags for these bins. Yeah. We need to get normal ones. And when right? I buy bin bags, right, I look at the sizes and I don't go for the biggest ones. But what I have started to do with groceries full stop is I look for the cheapest option now. I'm Because we've been low on money this year because of gigs and stuff. Before, I would just buy either the brand I liked or just, you know, whatever. But now I'm always looking for the cheapest option and if it means the bin bag's going to be a bit big, but I'm saving myself 10 dirhams on the bin bags, I'm going to buy the bigger bin bags. Right. So you should be thanking me for saving us 10 dirhams. It's fine. We are skin. But then if I can throw that back at you with your gripe today, the toothpaste, I could say, you should be thanking me <laughs> because I'm trying to persuade everyone to use probably a quarter of the toothpaste. What's going on in background here? Sounds like a motorbike Is someone race. hoovering the road? I don't know what that is. No, me neither. Anyway, we'll get in there. So um, they're both money-saving gripes there, but the bin liners is crazy. When you're taking them off roll, I think I've missed the split. You know when you're pulling them off a roll and you're looking for the perforated split? Yeah. I'm pulling it off. It's going across kitchen and I'm thinking I must have missed two or three splits here. And it's one bin bag. (laughs) Biggest bin bag I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I could play hide-and-seek in that bin bag. Right. So what do you want me to do? Do you want me to buy the more expensive or the ones that fit? Sorry, no, all the cheaper ones that don't fit. Or we get an absolutely massive bin in kitchen, like a bin that's seven feet tall that they fit in. (laughs) That would be fantastic. All right, let's move on. Would you rather? Have you got one? Well, yeah, it's a little bit related to what we've been talking about today, actually. Um, Would you rather share your toothbrush with me or share your underwear with me? Toothbrush. Toothbrush. See, yeah. I, I'd much rather share underwear. I'm not. I'm not a fan of sharing the toothbrush. No, I don't like it. But there's times when we've come back off holiday or we've been on holiday, and there's only one toothbrush, and I've used it. I don't care about that. I don't. I know where your mouth's been. <laughs> <laughs> I know where your toothbrush has been. <laughs> <laughs> That's other people's toothbrush. I've never done it with me own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I. Uh... I'm funny even like was taking a sip out of some, you know, when someone says, oh, try this. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of even doing that. Here's the weird thing. I'm fine with you. Yeah. But even with the kids, yeah. I can't drink out of their cups. Yeah. And I've said to you before, like, if their underwear's around, like I'm not grossed out by your <laughs> underwear, even in when it's in bad nick, but I'm free. I don't like the kids' underwears and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can take the washing off the line and stuff like that, but I, I don't particularly like doing it. Yeah. Doing it. But I think... I'd much rather wear a pair of your boxer shorts. As a skirt. Because that's what my boxer shorts would look like on you. My knickers might look nice on you. I can't get them over the thighs. <laughs> even even your big ones, even your pregnant knickers won't go over my thighs. So it's, so it's toothbrushed for you and knickers for me. So we disagree? Yeah. Well, fair enough. Recommendations. Have you got any? I've just finished a book. Uh, oh, your books are terrible. Yeah, well... I mean, you just read the word. I, it, do you know what? It's one thing I'm slightly embarrassed about. No, I like all sorts of books, but I think I, the reason I read these like murder ones at night 
It's just because every. It's like Gone Girl and Girl on a Train. Yeah, but those not, kind of ones. No, they, I don't think they're up there with them. They are. They're, I read the ones by the same authors. From the list, they're like bestsellers, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't read them anymore because they're too obvious. No. And, and do you know what? I agree that like the previous book I was reading was so obvious and it was so annoying. I just, but I wanted to get to the end of it. But this one actually was quite twisty. So, mm. but. So go on then, give us a book. It is called Her Last Holiday by C.L. Taylor. So I've given it a four out of five for this one. And that's me being nice. So. Do you read them? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do because. I, it then, you know, like... Tells you which ones to... Yeah. But this annoys me because it must give us some sort of joint account because when I go on to look for me John Ronson's or me Adam Buxton's or something like that or me David Sidaris books, yeah, it comes up with uh, She Left at Midnight. <laughs> books like that. I do have guilt, actually, because yeah. like the last book, I, I only gave them two stars, which I felt bad because somebody's taken their time to write that book. doesn't matter. If it's not good, it's not good. But for, for me, you know, like... You spent your time cooking that vegan cake a couple of weeks ago and it came out... That, two stars. One. So it doesn't matter. You've got to be honest in your reviews. Yeah. That's the only way we get good stuff. I think we should finish today on um, something funny that we noticed the other day. I don't know if we saw this on, but somebody answered a phone and gave the phone number. Now, obviously, you don't do this with a mobile phone because your phone number's too long. Hello, 097156... But we were talking about when was the last generation to do the, <laughs> like, I can say this number now because they're no longer with us, but my uh, my grandma, my yeah. granddad didn't used to do it. Same. But my, my grandma my used to my say, didn't. hello, Sheffield, double four five nine oh eight. And I'm first of all, there's nobody calling her from outside Sheffield, so she doesn't have to give the city. Yeah, my nan didn't give the city. And... If you've called her, this is rotary dial times. So you have dialed yeah. double four five nine oh eight six numbers. You're not making mistakes there. Yeah. So why why are they repeating back the number that you have just dialed? I can remember being taught how to write a check at school. In economics, they taught you yeah. how to write a check. I'm still scared of writing checks. Exactly. I wonder around our grandparents' time when phones were just coming into houses and stuff yeah. like that. Was it? Uh, and when you pick it up, you have to say your number so people know that they've dialed the right number. I just don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Isn't that weird? But the thing is, you pr- you know pretty quickly that if you've dialed the wrong number. Yeah. I, by the way, was so annoyed. I'm so getting so fed up with cold callers. Oh. The other day, I was upstairs putting the washing away. My phone's ringing downstairs like it's ringing and ringing and ringing. I'm thinking, right, it must be you or school or somebody. So I run all the way downstairs and I've just missed it. Oh. It's a mobile number, so I think I better call them back. Yeah. Call back. Oh, hi, this is so-and-so from this estate agent. I just wondered, and I was just like, and I was just like, I was quite rude. I just said, no, thank you. Like, how do you get, how do they just get your number? How are they allowed to do that? Getting them off the phone. So annoying. Yeah, but you, you, you like start a conversation with them and it really winds me up. Depends who it is. Because sometimes if it's the phone company, you're getting a bit better. It can be a better deal. What is it called? More data for the same price you're paying. So sometimes that's worth it. When it's the banks and stuff like that, got to be honest, I'm not too bothered about it. The cold callers does me in. Anyway, I think we're about on wrap up time now. Okay. So uh, what are we doing? Are we going to go and have a lay down now? We've got a few hours before our daughter comes back. This is the first day we've actually had some downtime. Well, yesterday I put it on Twitter. I said uh, we did the parent decathlon 10 events <laughs> in one day. Easily. Because that's what it felt like, didn't it? Yeah. So today we've been running around. We've been up. It's not even midday yet. We've been up. I've been up like six and a half hours this morning doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it feels like I've had a day already. We've already dropped some kids off. Done a, yeah. done a big run across yeah. town, come back, and then I'm like, let's sneak a podcast in. So, so let's leave it there for today. So as usual, are we 
in a better or worse place, do you feel you've had your pound of flesh? Are you satisfied? Yeah, I'm satisfied. And just before we go, I want to say well done because I feel like the gripes that I've given you so far, you're correct in them and you're proving a point. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there will be ones where I'm definitely wrong and I don't mind. You know, the ones where, like when I had a fit about Honey getting the prom dress, which was in an earlier episode, I know it was the wrong thing to do, but it was the timing of it. Yeah. Right. And I think owning up to you, you get to this one day, owning up to your mistakes (laughs) is a beautiful feeling. When you do it, it's a beautiful feeling. Hey, we've got an email address now, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. So you can email us husbandandwifepod at gmail.com if you've got a gripe. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to set us a phone number up so people can leave us voice messages on WhatsApp. Brilliant. And then we can play their messages and we can sort their problems out. Some friends of mine had a row and she went and spent the whole day laid in the bath reading a book. Yeah, that'll teach him. I'm going to lay on a rock hard surface. Oh yeah, yeah, no water, no yeah. not a relaxing bath. I'm going to lay on a rock hard surface and leave you in the comfy room with the television. That'll teach him. That'll show him. I bet he had the talk. Can you do that today? Yeah. When we're going out, I'll lay on the bed and have the TV and the, you know, the pillars and everything. You're going to lay in the bed. Right. Right, We'll leave it there, guys. We've tried to keep it to half an hour. Have a wonderful day and get in touch. Husband and wife pod at gmail.com. See you later. Bye. The end. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.